Welcome to the Lead Every Day Show. Our mission is to see a world well-led. And our strategy to get there? To empower leaders like you to lead every day. So let's get to work. When it comes to results and relationships, which way do you lean? Chances are it's one way or the other. Welcome to the Lead Every Day Show. I'm Randy Gravitt. And I'm Mark Miller. And today we're talking about fundamental number four from Mark's upcoming book, Uncommon Greatness. It's to value results and relationships. Most leaders don't understand that there are two sides of this coin. And it's not that you have to be both, that you have to value both. There's right. there's a there's tremendous opportunity here for us to grow our organizations when we understand this principle. So that's what we're going to talk about today. I hope you're yeah. doing good. Uh, yeah, I'm doing I'm excited, excited slowly, about a new slowly day. Slowly recovering. You're, you're I've been recovering well. for weeks, it seemed you're, like. You're looking good. Uh, We've yeah. been out. Uh, we've been out helping people. You've been speaking all over the place. We we, we both have. It's been great. And uh, today we get to make some content and talk about this this idea of valuing both. So let's let's dive in yeah. here a little bit to, to yeah. the concept. Let me offer an editorial comment. I've been sharing these fundamentals in some form or fashion with leaders around the world for a long, long time, like decades. And this is not uh, empirical research, but but on my experience and my conversations with these leaders, this is probably the most challenging of the fundamentals. And I don't offer that to discourage anyone. I just want to own it and say, if you find this difficult, you're going to be in in good company because I'm going to estimate that at least 90% of the leaders, maybe 95% of the leaders in the world would say this could be the most challenging of the fundamentals. And so don't, don't be discouraged by that. I want us to own that. And we're going to talk to you in the next 10 minutes or so about some things you can do, or not even the next 10 minutes. Yeah, I was going to say, we're going to unpack it a few days, next few days. Next few days. We'll, we'll we're going to talk about today, but. what you can do to, um, to embrace that struggle and to benefit from it. You might say embrace the tension because there is tension here when sure. we think about this idea and the power really is in is in the word and it's it is the yeah the power is in the tension it, it is in the tension that's exactly right so I, I don't I don't know about uh, the people listening but you know when I think about my own just forget team when I think about my own family you know we have these four girls and and I, t- I jokingly say sometimes I think we raise north south east and west because they're all different and and as you think about your own leadership bent there's a good chance that that you may be close to the middle. I mean, you might, you might lean one way or the other, and you may be, if it's 50, 50, you might say I'm 40 this way. I'm, I'm 60 relationship, 40, uh, results. Um, but, and there are some people who, who I think about one of my kids, she thinks the world's a party and she's the guest of honor. I mean, she's like a people person off the charts. And then I know other people who are just task people off the charts. And, and as we describe the two groups here, as you start thinking about the people on your team, Let's think about relational people. They 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 really try to understand people. They're they're going to have conversations about things. They're going to be they're they're going to be relational. I mean, that's what they do. They're they're going to see the world through other people's eye. They want to make sure everybody feels okay. Yeah. And then on yeah. the results, let me let me, let me add. They, yeah. they may also have higher levels of empathy. Not always. Exactly. But they, may. they may actually be better at listening. Yeah. Naturally, that's without right. effort. I mean, there are any number of things that yeah. That, that's that's who those people are. Yeah, that's yeah. right. So let's contrast that yeah. with those task-oriented, re- results-oriented people. Results-oriented people, a lot of times they're, they're want, they want to get things done. They're going to go to the top of the mountain. They may get to the top and not have anybody with them if they don't understand what we're talking about today, but they've got a checklist, they've got a set of goals, and they're hard-charging 
a lot of times. And and if we're not careful and we don't understand our bias, we call it our bias, and compensate for that, I think we can struggle to achieve high performance. Well, yes, I, I think you can you can make it virtually impossible to achieve high performance. Yeah. Because those two orientations um, can at times war against each other. And if, and if you give in to your natural tendencies, I can promise you, you will sub-optimize your leadership over the long haul. Now, it may work out fine in the moment, but I think you could, you could kid yourself that if you're always going to results or you're always going to relationships, that's not the way uh, you lead at the highest level. Yeah, and we're, we're going to give you some ways to, to compensate the next few days, but let's talk about that for a second. Because what I found is if I'm a, if I'm a person who is pegging the needle relational, I, I mean, I love prayer and everything, but you don't get to get down on your knees tonight and say, make me a results person tomorrow. That's not you, you, You've really got to have some ways to compensate here. Mm-hmm. And if we're not careful, what I found is we will a lot of times surround ourselves with people who are like us. If we're a results person, we're pretty comfortable around results people. And if we're people people, we're really comfortable around people. And so mm-hmm. we, we can miss if we're not careful here on building a team that's able to value sure, both. Sure. And I would say that's, that's one of those mechanisms at our disposal for compensating. But I want, I want to go back to something else you said about, you know, praying that you're actually going to change. <laughs> I've, I've not advocated that leaders change who they are. I'm, I'm not asking or suggesting that leaders ignore the way they're wired. But what we've observed and now validated for decades is the best leaders value both. So the trick here is not to disown yourself. Right. We would, we would even say there's actually value in the way you're wired. There's you're, value in that. That, that. that is a gift. You're Don't wired up that. the way you are. Don't lose that. We think that's, that's important. But you can compensate. That's right. Uh, so that you value that which you don't do naturally well. And, and that's the trick and that's the magic. Yeah, that's so good. That's yeah. so good. So as, as, as you're listening today, do you have a, an understanding of which way you lean? And I would even say for your team, you think about the people around your table, which way do they lean? And so many times we fail to connect with people because we're trying to connect the way we, the way we, we see the world. The way we see the world. And we don't really think how about do. how they see it. And so I think yeah. there's an opportunity there for us to sure. make some progress as well. All right. Well, I know in the next few days, and I mentioned this a moment ago, we're going to talk about some of the ways that you can actually make this a reality. Uh, I want to I want to tell a story here that was a, a moment of clarity for me. I've not figured this out. I still have to compensate. But there's it tension. Hap- <laughs> it, there's tension. And I think there'll always be tension. But uh, many, many years ago, I was asked to move into restaurant operations into a leadership role. And I was delighted to do that. I always serve at the pleasure of the organization. For those that don't know, you worked at Chick-fil-A. I worked at Chick-fil-A for 44 years. And I held a dozen different uh, roles over that time. Probably, I haven't counted. I should probably count those. And I never asked for any of them. I mean, I serve at the pleasure of the organization. Will you do this? Will you do that? Will you do this? And I said, yes, 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 yes. And that's what we did. Uh, but this was a little bit of a surprise, not because I wasn't willing and eager to serve in, in restaurant operations, but the traditional path uh, had been men and women who had served as a consultant to operators, and I had not done that. And the president of the company came to me, and he asked me if I'd do this job, and I said, well, sure, I mean, if, if you want me to do it. And he said, well, let me tell you why I want you to do it. 
And he said, you've got a natural bias to results. Now, let me quickly add, this is before we codified any of this. You didn't know this language. We didn't have this language. And he said, we need to bring more results orientation to the field. He said, we've become too relational. And I said, okay. And he said, but let me clarify what I mean by that. He said, I really don't mean we're too relational. He said, if this is the value we currently place on relationships, he said, I need you to bring your bias for results, but do not diminish the value we place on relationships. He said, he said, we need both. Yeah. And so I thought I understood my marching orders and not too many months into the assignment, uh, we were faced with a, a situation where we needed to terminate one of our restaurant operators. And that is very, very rare. Even to this day, uh, last time I saw the numbers, we were still at 96% retention yeah. year over year and have been for decades. This was such a big deal that those kind of decisions had to go not just to the president, but if he agreed, they had to go to, to the owner, to, to the owner, Truett yeah. Cathy. Uh, I guess at that point, the guy I'm talking about was the executive vice president and true. It was probably still in the president's role, but he was also the owner. So this was a huge deal. And so I went to the guy who had asked me to fill this role and kind of laid out my case in the back of my mind thinking, I'm, you know, <laughs> we are supposed to be improving results and this is a longstanding issue and on and on and on. And he said, I agree with you, but we're not going to make the change right now. And I said, okay. And I didn't really understand what to do next. So I kind of repeated my case. And he said, I heard you the first time. I'm telling you not now. And I said, okay, I'm a little confused. And he said, it's the week before Thanksgiving. (laughs) He said, this man has done nothing immoral, illegal, or unethical. He's just just not good at what he does. And he said, you're not going to send him home to his family to tell them he lost his business a week before Thanksgiving. (laughs) He said, you can have this conversation with him in January. Yeah. And I walked away from that conversation with a lot more than a decision on an individual. Yeah. It was one of my first real insights in a very practical way, very personal way. What does it mean to value results and relationships? Yeah, that's great. And how do you manage that tension? That's so good. That's so good. If you're listening today, you're probably... Catch something from that story. And a couple of things Mark said today I think was really good. One was you don't want to lower the value of one. You want to raise the value of the one that you need to raise the value on. And so I would encourage you today to begin to think about which way do you lean. We're going to give you some ways to, to, to value results in relationships in the next few days. But it starts with understanding your bias, knowing which way you lean, and maybe even having that conversation with yourself about the people around your table, having even some conversations about them, making sure they understand the people that they're working with and they know how, the, how, they, how they need to better work together. It, it really is possible for you to value results in relationships, but you probably won't do it if you don't start thinking about it and paying attention to it. It is a fundamental of leadership. We'll unpack it these next few days. Hope you'll join us for those. Hope you'll continue to share with your friends and family. Thanks for helping us grow the audience. It's been great these last few days. We're, we're excited about this conversation as we continue tomorrow. Remember, the best leaders lead every day.